Hello, hello. Hey guys, what's up? Welcome to episode number 23 of Res Hockey. I don't boy. I know I got it right this time. I'm Trev. Yeah. And uh what's up, I'm Bush? Bush? Not much. I so am nice. Bush. <laughs> you want to tell him what you, what you thought when I texted you? I just woke up. Yeah, I text Bush around maybe 1.30 or two o'clock and i asked him if uh, what time we're gonna do the show and he said he was just waking up and i thought bush was just waking up from like going to bed from like last night <laughs> i had no idea he was working nights so he's fresh <laughs> off a night yeah a little well, bit of haze some guys go to bed and don't wake up till two <laughs> like kids like i was up at like Nine, eight thirty nine. I slept in today. That's about the time I usually wake up if I'm on uh, if I'm days off. That's crazy though. That's that's funny. While you're working hard, I'm sleeping away. Yeah, I know. I stayed up really late last night. I stayed up till midnight. You watched the uh, what games you watch? I watched Edmonton and Vegas. Okay, I was just curious. Then I watched the Jets and Calgary. Oh. I, I was listening to that game. That was a pretty good tense game. I like those Canadian games. They're uh, mm-hmm. pretty tense. Goudreau's really been doing good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But, uh, well, Connor's got two goals, but they've been really cold, like that top line, Shuffley, Wheeler, and Connor. I think what they lost five in a row before we last yeah. night's game. So. It, was a, it was a long skid. They were so, even yeah. calling for Paul Maurice's job. I was like, come on. Every Five team, games, every, yeah. every team will go through a skid like that. You don't gotta fire a coach or fire coaches are scared if they if their team goes on a losing streak, like three or more games. Everyone starts to panic. Now probably checking their phone daily. Oh, GM call. No, can you come meet us in my uh, in my room, please, <laughs> in my office? Yeah. So welcome to episode twenty three. Mm-hmm. Great Michael Jordan wore 23. I think that's the only guy I can think of who wore number offhand. 23. Offhand, yeah. Yeah, the GOAT. Me and Nick have uh, big disagreements on who's the greatest basketball player of all time. Michael Jordan and LeBron James. I go with Jordan. I know, right? Like, Yeah. And I tell Nick that today's game is so soft compared to like the, yeah. the 90s, like where they had Detroit Pistons, the bad Dikembe boys. Mut- the can be uh Mutombo? Mutombo, yeah, that big six foot ten like Hulk Nigerian, yeah, like but yeah, today's soft compared to yeah. Mm-hmm. So I'm I'm all the way with uh MJ being the goat, the greatest basketball yeah, yeah. player of all time. Me too. Not a basketball fan, but I did watch basketball in the nineties. I did nineties like and two thousands, but I kind of just yeah. I had to clarify, I wasn't a big basketball fan at all growing up or NBA, but if it was on at my buddy's house playoffs, then I'd sit down and watch. But other than that, I just I really wouldn't go over if they were watching basketball, especially when I was in Bemidji. Do you think you could dunk a, dunk a ball back in the day? In high school, I was uh, I was close. I was what really are you, close. like 6'2", six, 6'3"? Six, 6'2". Two, six, three? Six, two. Six, two? I was really close. I, could, uh, I couldn't slam the ball through the, through the net, but I was... Jamming the ball on the basketball rim, so I was I was just on that cusp. That's all right. I couldn't. So, 
Anyways, uh, cuz of the week, cuz of the week for episode 23 is uh, Mr. Shane Kakagamic from Kenora, Ontario, but originally from Muskrat Dam, Ontario. Uh, Shane plays uh, in this local men's league for uh, the Trailer Park, Park Boys. Boys. Yep. So, um, yeah, mm-hmm. thanks for uh, supporting the show, Shaner. And uh, I'll see you tomorrow at work. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, shout outs. Shout outs. Do you have any this week? I got a couple shout outs. Go uh, for it. Brandon Pentak. Penny, you're my D partner when I come out of retirement. <laughs> he talked, he, he coached me through it. So it was, it was a good game. So we when you and Penny yet. are playing together, who does more work, him or you? I think he, well, he did definitely that night because it's just, he, he rushed the puck a little more, a lot more than me. So you got a, a lot of odd man rushes, like a lot of two on ones, <laughs> three on ones. I wouldn't say that. Oh, speaking of Trailer Park Boys, uh, you got to give a couple of shout outs to honorary to Otzi and Luke Garrow. They are 35 and older now for a tournament and coming up in March. I think we should recruit them. Yeah, we should. A couple more guys off Trailer Park Boys, too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That should be good. Yeah. Hopefully, you listen, Luke. Listen, Otzi. Hashtag brown eyes. <laughs> Garrow Lakes. That and Nels, Nels too. How old is Nels? Yeah. Doesn't that doesn't have to be? Uh, you can be twenty one to, to be goalie. Really? In that tournament, yeah. That's who beat us when uh, when we were forty five and We lost to Jade Windigo's team. Their goalie was twenty one, I think. <laughs> oh yeah, they had Jade and Clint on the team, and they weren't they, even close to being. They had friggin' Dave Bunting was playing on that team. He's in his mid twenties. <laughs> When a couple of years ago, or was yeah. it a long time ago? When they when they beat us, when when they beat Copperfin in the final, <laughs> I was like, "Come on, guys! You Anything guys are... to win, man! Anything to win that forty-five guess, plus." Turn. Yeah, they had the Chris Pronger views. Anything to win. Yep, I got two shoutouts or three. Uh, my niece Georgia Eiseroff from Cochrane, um, Georgie played. In a tournament with her Timmins Bantam Rep Girls team in Barrie, Ontario, last week, and then they won the gold champion. Gold championship. What the? F- they won the the tourney. <laughs> and uh, my nephew Leland, her brother. So uh, what's up, guys? I miss you. Love you guys. Keep playing hard and keep slashing everyone. Keep crushing. Yeah. Play like I would. Mm-hmm. So. And I got one more name, Cardinal. He's with Indigenous Rookie Cards. He uh, shut us some cards, some cool cards. I got yours. I got to see. Okay, cool. Uh, yeah, he sent me a message. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, he sent me some. Uh, sent me. Uh, what did he send me? He sent me a cool Tim Horgan card, a George Armstrong card. And some just uh, common cards like Brian Trache, Tutu, Price. Oh, yeah. John. So, it's, yeah, thanks for uh, the gift. Mm-hmm. I, like, I like I like cards. Did you, were you a card collector back? I was a, I was a card collector back in the day. In the 90s, they were big, like the, early yeah. 90s. I had, I concentrated more on Upper Deck, though. 
Yeah, they were big when they first came out. They were the yeah. top. It was like, like Upper this- Deck, Score. Yeah. Opeachy. Opeachy and Top. <laughs> yeah. Then, then they had Bowman. Then Some other ones, score. yeah. Because I remember when Eric Lindros signed that big score deal and, and score could only make Eric Lindros cards. <laughs> so that was the, like early the, 90s. The next one. The next one. Do you think he was the do you think he was as good as they said he was? A generational player. I, I, I don't think he was a generational player. I do. He was a definite player, that's for sure. I don't I don't know. It's hard to say yeah, because he almost graded or there's lots to talk about that, but you don't want to grade a player by his injuries and his legacy. Yeah, and his injuries short. totally ruined his career, and oh. it kind of overlapped all his all the things he's done. Like he led yeah. the league in scoring, he was MVP, mm-hmm. but no one's going to know that. They're just going to think, "Oh yeah, he's the concussion head there." Yeah, like did you watch when he was in the Canada Cup when he was only 18 years old? And he dominated. Dominated every shift he had. He 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 took out Alf Samus and he separated his shoulder against the boards. So and a massive hit. Maybe he was the next one. Maybe he was. Uh, maybe he was going to be the next one until if Scott uh, Stevens injuries. didn't friggin' didn't say hi. Hey, head. buddy. <laughs> Welcome to the playoffs. Gosh. How many games do you think, <laughs> or how many times do you think Scott Stevens would be suspended in today's game? They would be. They would be saying Tom Wilson. Who's that? Scott Stevens on the ice, all right? the headshots, all the yeah, the charging calls like that. Paul Korea hit in the finals. Ooh, that was a late hit. Korea had what I think four strides after the after the play, and four, like three, four, I know it was just funny because you just see Paul Korea just that big yeah. br- breath coming from <laughs> and just fogged up his breath. Uh, just, just lying on the ice, yeah, his visor's fogging up. That that I think that cost him the cup. Well, that play. that that play there. Yeah. Overall, well, I think, I think they won that game though. I think Paul Korea mm. scored a goal right afterwards, but that's the year Jagir got MVP for mm-hmm. for a losing cause. The, the Con Smythe. Well, he's huh. like fucking six foot eight, and he had he had lacrosse pads on. It seemed. His chest protector, eh? Yeah, I know. <laughs> Almost big as Garth Snow back in the day. Yeah. Okay, our guest for uh, episode 23, I almost forgot, is Mr. Jeff Shatler from Toronto, Ontario. Jeff is a professional lacrosse player with the Saskatchewan Rush of the National Lacrosse League, which is like a 15-team league throughout North America. We uh, just wanted to have a different pro athlete on the show again so yeah. i messaged jeff and he uh gladly accepted which is uh which is cool because we never had a lacrosse player on the show uh, no correct me. We, well we kind of did last week last but... week kelly's uh kelly's a lacrosse player too so. yeah and their brother and sister so so it's cool. cool. Yeah, uh, lacrosse is a huge sport within the First Nations, especially Southern Ontario Six Nations area, where lacrosse is like the number one sport. They have their own lacrosse arena where all they do is play lacrosse, which is lacrosse is not too big up here in Northwestern Ontario. No, I wish it was. I wish it was. Maybe we should do something about that because I think kids would like that. 
they tried a couple years ago. Someone tried. Really? And it didn't really take off as much as they wanted it to. No. That's maybe we, something we can talk to Jeff and it'd be yeah. cool. Some kind of spearhead, how to get it started, all that, all those questions. I have sure. like a lacrosse camp and just and maybe start a league, just a small, just a like, small like weekend league, or like or like a one, one or two day tournament. Never mind yeah. your Edmonton orders. Oh, man. sorry, I didn't know I was. Uh... They win last night in Bush's all. They're going to win. The cup. <laughs> they were going to win the cup. Lighting the route already down White Avenue. <laughs> <laughs> If Edmonton wins the cup, we're going to Edmonton just to go uh, check out their. their yeah. Sonic. But if the Leafs win the cup, we're going to Toronto. Okay. You heard it on the radio here. On the radio. Either- <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> we're either going uh, to Toronto or Edmonton. Yep. But yeah, it's uh, we're excited to have Jeff on the show. Um, I had to Google lacrosse because, to be honest, I don't know too much look. About lacrosse, like yeah, I'll watch it on TV, like Toronto Rock or yeah, Calgary, Calgary team. Saskatchewan has a team. I didn't know that, but there's like uh, box lacrosse, which is playing on a on a arena pad, which is the which is which is the National Lacrosse League. And there's field lacrosse. Mm-hmm. Field lacrosse is that's a lot of running, man. I know I couldn't do that. That's why. Yeah, that's why I turned down my scholarship. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Too much running. Uh, sorry, coach. I don't know. You can, yeah, I don't know. You have to run every. I have to take more than three strides. Holy shit! But when you uh, talk about players, lacrosse players who are First Nations and that are really popular, it's the Thompson brothers. Hmm. Uh, they're for them, and they're uh, they're from the south, southern Ontario, and they went the Albany University and they played the, the NLL and the other leagues in the States. So I think it'd be cool to get them on the show, mm-hmm. but yeah, we have a lacrosse player on the show, so it's going to be exciting. We'll ask, we'll have to think of some really cool questions to ask. Yeah. Sure I wonder if will. they get custom made sticks, like custom made lacrosse sticks. Well, yes. Yeah. You see true. They 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 have a they have a picture of lacrosse players on their website. Like, cause you yeah. want your stick to, to be a certain weight, right? And within regulation, I would imagine. But yeah, you want to counterweight it or you know whatever. Go on YouTube and like YouTube lacrosse fights. So they're like no. vicious fights, man. I mean, right now in front of in this podcast, or you no, want to do we later? can't. I mean, oh, later. We'll do it later. It's like total toe <laughs> standing, and they're just. It's pretty uh, tense, and just the, all the the slashing and cross checking they do. Oh, like, holy, I know man. those are tough. <laughs> that's that's. I don't know. It looked like it's. It, it must hurt. It's gotta hurt from a guy that used to slash and cross check all the time. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, people. I'm just drinking my coffee. I'm having. Oh, I'm starting to get my brain fog out of the... You work tonight? No. No? Are you going to hockey tonight? No. Why? Because I'm tired. And it's Yellowstone night. I didn't get much sleep today. Well, you... Yeah. Four hours sleep. (laughs) 
You'll go to bed after Yellowstone. I'm I'm hoping to make it up till eight thirty. Ooh, I'm, I'm hoping. It starts at seven, doesn't it? Yeah. Seven to eight, then go to bed after after that. Yeah. So I said I'm I'm hoping to make it to eight thirty. I just. <laughs> All right, let's go uh, to our interview with Mr. Jeff Shatler of the Saskatchewan Rush. Saskatchewan. Let's go. Let's go. Hey, guys. Rez Hockey would like to introduce you from Toronto, Ontario, but he's currently living out in Beautiful Saskatchewan, where he plays for the Saskatchewan Rush. Brez Hockey would like to introduce to you Jeff Shiler. Welcome to the show, Jeff. Well, Jeff. thanks for having me, guys. No, it's a, uh, it's a, it's an honor, man. And thanks for reaching out to me a couple weeks back, and glad we got to make it work. Okay, um, let's get started. Uh, how did you get started playing lacrosse? Lacrosse. Well, it was my uh, my stepdad when I was a when I was a young lad. Uh, I was a big Big hockey hockey guy. I was I just always watch hockey with him and and during the summers, you know, you can't really play hockey in Toronto. I guess all the ice comes out at most places. Um, but I wanted to play soccer. That was my thing because I had a lot of buddies that played soccer. So I was like, you know, I'm pretty good at soccer in my recess time. But he's like, you're not playing soccer because you're, yeah, you're you're gonna try this thing called lacrosse. So he brought me to the arena and uh, you know I fell in love with the sport. Right and. Uh, knowing that it was a part of my heritage and, and a part of our, our people and, and, and our history. And I just fell in love with the game. And, and it's very similar to a lot of, the, you know, to hockey, you know, hockey, you, you, you stick handling on the ice, you're doing the same thing in the sky, basically with your lacrosse stick. So it's a quick transition um, with the, all the kids I teach a lot of play hockey for lacrosse in the summer. One, it keeps you in shape Two, makes you, you know, it makes you a, a do- more dominant player. I think, you know, if you're playing multiple sports, it makes you more rounded uh, athlete, um, you know, and it makes you tougher, right? You know, lacrosse is not a, a game for everybody, um, but if you're if you're if you're heavy into the hockey, it's a quick transition over to lacrosse, keeps you in shape. It's an easy transition for a lot of young kids. Okay, right on. So before lacrosse, when you played junior hockey, you obviously had a choice to make, or you wanted to make a particular choice which sport you wanted to pursue. Uh, what made you go to go with lacrosse? Well, what happened? Uh, I, I, hockey was always growing up. That was all I all I wanted, ever wanted to do. Um, you know, unfortunately, you know, injuries happen, and it was one it was one of the only injuries I've ever had in my career. Um, and I blew my shoulder out playing in uh, with London Knights. So, uh, as you know, it's about eight months turnaround time. Um, I had just gotten with the London Knights, just signed uh, up with them for my first year, and just before season, um, you know. I, I grabbed onto a guy. I got weak shoulders. So as I grabbed on him, he skated that way. I went that way. Out she goes. Rotator cuff gone. Uh, you know, the, the Mark and Dale Hunter at the time, they were our coaches. And um, they're like, you know, you got to get surgery. Because it was following out way before then. I just, you know, we'd pop back in on the bench and off I would go. <laughs> but it, it got to the point where it was just like, I was like a Barbie. Um, so I ended up getting uh, <clears throat> surgery done, but when I got back, you know, eight months off, I wasn't the same hockey player, you know what I mean? And at that level, you gotta, you know, you gotta train a lot. And I wasn't even able to train. Um, so, uh, it came down to, 
you know, okay, well, my hockey that I it just it came out at the wrong time. You know, I was just looking into the draft uh, for the the New Jersey Devils, and there was a lot of things going on in my career for hockey that were ready to fire off, and that injury really set me back. Um, so then I started looking at school. Got, I got accepted to a bunch of schools, D1 schools. So Cornell was where I was going to go. Did my uh, SATs. I did the whole nine yards. But then I realized, you know, I come from a family of nine. Um, and they, you have to pay your first year after you lose your eligibility, after you get paid. Um, so, you know, my mom didn't have the money. It was like 45K, I think, American to, for me for my first year, which is ridiculous money. Um, and you know, I, I was just like, well, we can't afford it. So I went back and played with a couple of buddies in Toronto, uh, played some junior a out in Toronto and finished my career. And that was it, man. It was a wrap. Um, and then I looked to lacrosse cause I, I always loved lacrosse and right, I never really focused on lacrosse as much as I did in hockey. So once hockey was gone, there was full flight for lacrosse. Um, but my little sister, she's a, she's a little, little hockey player. She uh, plays pro hockey out of New York right now. Kelly Baff, she's been on uh, spit chicklets and all that. She's deadly. Um, you know, she's a really good hockey player. So our whole family is just hockey, cross hockey, cross. And you know, uh, I'm glad we had sports in general just to keep us out of trouble. Uh, because when you're in the rink, you're not you're not causing any any mess uh, outside uh, outside of the rink. So that was my mom's big thing: keep them in the mm-hmm. rink, and they can't yeah. they can't get in trouble. So that was huge. <laughs> Yeah, uh, speaking of your sister, Kelly, she was on the show uh, last week on episode 22. Nice. Well, there you go. Yeah, 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 uh, super nice and super talented. uh, She told us she has a tryout coming up in the spring, so she said she's working on on that. So, yeah, super nice, and she was very uh, outgoing, and she uh, it was fun having her on the show. Good, I'm glad. Your season starts this Saturday. Uh, you guys traveled to Halifax to play the Thunderbirds. How's the the rush looking so far? Uh, we we are a, like a, we're a new team for sure. Uh, we we still got a lot of veteran guys, but we're we're uh, we got a lot of young guys. We got a guy Marshall Palace out of Six Nations. He's a he's a little stud man. He's going to be good growing up uh, once he develops and and, and learns uh, how fast the game is. But I think he's already this year. I think he's going to put a big impact on our team. Um, you know, we, we're fast. Uh, I'm the oldest guy on the team, but obviously, uh, yeah, the, that the Wiley vet, man, when I came in, I was the youngest now I'm going out as the oldest. So, um, you know, it, it's, uh, it's this year we started, we kick off in Halifax next week and, and I'm very, very excited. I think our team has what it takes to win. Uh, we have a new goalie, my, my roommate, Adam shoot, man, he's going to be a beauty this year. And, I think we're going to, I think we're going to yeah, give a lot of teams a lot of trouble. Um, we've been first place since I've been at the rush for the last three years. So I think we're going to be shooting for first and, and hopefully finish with a champion's cup. Nice. Okay. So we, December 17th against the Vancouver Warriors, this game going to be televised on TSN. Is there any added pressure uh, playing on national TV? Do you find, or are you just kind of, it's just a game, like I'll do what I got to do. Uh, I think it's just a game, to be honest with you, man. I, I think, uh, you know, probably one of my rookie year, I used to get real nervous. Um, but now we, are, on a regular, we probably play around, around 16,000, 17,000 fans of the game at home. So our, <laughs> our, arena's, our arena's always packed. And Calgary, when I played out in Calgary, we usually had a roughly about 15,000. So 
um, you know, that has nothing. We've been on TSN before, and, and they've, they've canceled on us. Like I've been around the league for what 16 years, so they've been in and out. For, this is probably the third time, so it's not the first time we've been on that, uh, on TV. Um, but you know, still, it puts that added pressure, you know. But at least my parents and my my family all over can can watch the games, just stream it or TSN or put it on. And I think that um, you know just adds to it. Maybe a couple of uh, top ten TSN highlights, turning points. <laughs> What are your pregame rituals? Uh, are you superstitious? Uh, what do you do? Is there anything special that you do before every game? Uh, yeah, man. I, I, you know what? I've been asked this before. I, I don't even know, honestly, but I know I do a lot of weird shit. Uh, excuse my language. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Uh, yeah, yeah. So, uh, man, I, I always have the same meal at Cactus Club. You know, uh, there's one time, funny story, me and my wife went down to Tim Hortons. It was before a game, and, and I always order, you know, my large double-double. I get it, I get going. She goes, well, I, I'm hungry. And I'm like, did you eat last time, We uh, last weekend? And she goes, no, I didn't eat anything. I go, well, you can go without me after you drop me off. <laughs> so, like, little things like that. Everything has to be done the exact same. Uh, you know, hit the, hit, my, uh, hit the door on left side, right side, top. Uh, you know, uh, say a little prayer before each and every game. Uh, you know, just, just little things. I don't know the way I take my pads. They're on one at a time, certain ways. Um, you know, sometimes I do it. I've been doing it for so long that sometimes I do it and I don't even realize it's a habit. It just, uh, comes naturally. It's almost like my brain goes on auto drive and then I'm ready to rock. I just get super pumped, ready to go for the game. That's good. Uh, so when you're in your own zone in the locker room or uh, when you're at home chilling, do you got a playlist to put on before your game or do you, and what's on it? Man, I, I'm all about <laughs> Mob Deep, man. Mob Deep is my, my guy since, man, since high school. And that's, uh, that's, that's who I, I listen to. I uh, love a little Mob Deep before, before games. Um, I, I, I like 50 Cent too. I'll get into him. And then my <laughs> most recently was Pop Smoke, man. Poor guy. But uh, I started, I started, I started uh, really digging him, um, you know, and then obviously like the techno and all that stuff, but that's usually in the dress rooms. But if I have to put on my iPod or my, my, my buds or whatever, yeah, it's usually hip hop all the way. Just, it, okay. Yeah. Okay. It just gets me relaxed. I get relaxed. You're not a old school rock like the Metallica ACDC? Man, I, you know what? I like if I'm going to come out to anything, it'd be Hell's Bells. Oh, yeah. oh. Bells would be what would be deadly. Yeah. That gets me going almost every time. There's another one by uh, Marilyn Manson, Snakes and Ladders. Oh yeah, that's uh, a good that, one. That's yeah. another deadly one. Um, but yeah, those would probably be my two tops to come out to for sure. But Hell's Bells always gets me, even to mm-hmm. this day. Do you uh, like to drop the gloves when you play? Are you? <laughs> Have you ever dropped the gloves? Like I know, honestly, like when I watched the cross, there's some like big bombs being thrown by the guys, and so I know like there is fighting allowed, just like how hockey is, how hockey is. So yeah, well, hockey, you know, lacrosse, they try to take it out of it. You know, like there was a they at one year they uh, they added a guy to each team so they could bring a fighter in, and it was just mainly it was like. A, there's a Donnybrook almost every game, but the, the league has changed so much that now it's more, it's more about scoring and bringing fans in. Uh, and obviously fans love fighting too, but me personally, man, I, I always had uh, someone to fight for me, uh, even in junior, like they, you know, 
the big thing is that you can't you can't score from the penalty box. Yeah. Right. And mm-hmm. uh, you know, so if I have to if I have to fight, obviously I'm not going to just sit there and use my head as a as a as a beating <laughs> post. So you know, you got to drop sometimes. You got to protect yourself. But I never go out looking for it. Um, and if anybody ever dirties me, there's a guy jumping off the boards almost right. Nice. So that's the that's the way it's been uh, my whole career in hockey and lacrosse. And I've had some good buddies that are always there for me, even in the bars. So they uh, they're always around. If, uh, you got drafted by B- Buffalo in the like uh, 10th overall. Where did you play before uh, Buffalo drafted you? I played in Toronto. I played for the Brampton Celsius. Um, so I, I played my junior two last two years of junior there. And then I went to, uh, I went to senior a it's called uh, just the men's league. And you play for a man cup. It's one of the oldest cups in the game of lacrosse. So that's a battle that that whole tournament for that whole summer. Uh, so I got to play that. And, um, you know, after that, they drafted me. The guy that was coaching me in senior A, he was the coach in Buffalo, the assistant coach. So he drafted me. But then when they drafted me, they said I was too young to play. So I was only 19 when I got into the league. I'm, I'm going to turn 37 uh, next month. So that's uh, it's been a long, long haul, man. And and uh, unfortunately, this COVID thing was a bunch of bunch of nonsense that yeah. just killed uh, a lot of a lot of dreams for a lot of athletes man mm-hmm. you know i feel bad for the kids that were like going into ohl drafts nhl drafts and stuff like that because man they got double tripled up with a whole group of kids um a lot of kids got overlooked i'm sure um and you know I, i'm just glad i get to play you know that was my big thing i talked to my wife the reason that i'm playing this year is just because i want to end on my own terms not someone saying all right man it's all right you know, I didn't want that. So I want to, I want to go out of this game on my own terms and I sucked it up and, and got myself back into shape after all that mess. And right here on. we are. Right on. Okay. So today we, we mentioned earlier that you were at the Saskatchewan parliament today. Uh, can you tell listeners what was going on there uh, today? Yeah. Yeah. Man, it was a really, really cool. Uh, I, I got the phone call or actually it was a text message. It was uh, pretty neat, man. I thought the guy was messing with me. Uh, his name was Terry Jensen, and he's like, hey, I just want to let you know that we'd like to have you down, um, you know, to the parliament. I was like, parliament? I'm like, all right. And he's like, we just want to talk about your Shatler Cross Academy and what you're doing with the Indigenous youth throughout the province. And uh, it's been the game of lacrosse and you going into your final year and, and, you know, what you've accomplished in the game of lacrosse. So it was basically, he was my pump guy in there. Mm. Uh, just told me about just uh, – Highlighted all my highlights and what I'm doing with the with the the native groups, the, the all the indigenous uh, youth that's throughout the province. So basically, I try to travel to every every res like everywhere in the province. Even in Ontario, I've been I've been everywhere. I feel like now I just drive everywhere. I'm a truck driver. It seems like, um, but I what, what I basically do is I go into reserves and. I tell them a little bit of history about the game and what it means to our people, why we play a medicine game. I bring in the sticks, I bring in the balls, I bring in the prizes, um, you know, and then we just, we break it down to the most basic, simple of, of skills and we build it up from there. So it's like a, usually a two day program. Uh, I've had a lot of really good success and a lot of good feedback with regards to youth. And I find that's the easiest way to get through to kids nowadays. You know what I mean? It's through sport. It's not like, okay, let's read this book or sit down in a classroom. It's like, let's play something, you know, let, let's get yeah. them interested, you know. And 
I find lacrosse and, and breaking it down and how old this game is and what it means to our people that a lot of our kids and even our adults don't even know that that, that is a game that we've used to, you know, basically, you know, uh, for disputes or for war or to prepare young kids for battle. Like it, it, there's a lot of history behind it. I think once they start listening to the stories, they start getting into it. They're like, yeah, yeah, give me that stick. Yeah. You know, and, uh, you know, I think it's, it's really, really cool what sport can do and how it gets through to some kids. And I know myself, I didn't really listen to anybody probably still don't. Um, but <laughs> you know, it's, it's just, uh, it's something that I learned as a younger age to be a part, part of something. You know what I mean? It's, it's, yeah. it's nice to feel a part of a family, feel like you're free on the, on the ice. You know, I was grounded a lot. So, you know, being grounded all the time, the only time I was not grounded was when I was on the ice or on the floor. And, you know, I felt free as a bird and I still feel that way. So it lets me become who I actually am on the floor and show showcase my, my talents and my skills. Right on. That's that's awesome. That's good. Uh, question about your sticks. Are they do pro players get like custom made sticks? Like I don't know too much about like uh, pro sticks and whatnot. So like, what do you do with your sticks? Is there anything special that you do with them? Well, man, I got a guy. Uh, he's it's a three hundred six shop down in Saskatchewan. Uh, my buddy Andrew Hanks. He 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 uh, designed me a whole bunch of shafts. Got Jeff Shallon on it, seventy seven. He's got the signature. I don't even know how he got it all, but he made it all all green and it's uh, through Epic Cross. Uh, and, and then I had a gentleman from uh, BC send me this sick head. It's like it looks like a rainbow. So I put that on the green shaft, and now all my buddies chirp me about it, but I don't care. It looks beauty. Nice. And then, I, and then I have another one that another uh, uh, warrior. So it's been sponsored by Warrior for the last five years. And oh, wow. They sent me a really sick one with uh, <clears throat> the Rush logo on the top, and then you know it was all green, black, and, and all our Rush colors. Pretty dope, man. It was uh, really, really cool. So. You know, when I was younger, man, I didn't get anything for free. But as, a, as, a, as you get older, I guess people, you know, they want you to use their products. And, and uh, I'm happy to, happy to use them, man. It's, uh, it's pretty cool having like, gifts like that, getting gifted, stuff like that, for sure. What advice would you give uh, youth players, especially like hockey players, that want to try and play lacrosse? I'd say, man, you got to try it. You know, um, one... Um, from my personal experience, I played hockey and I loved hockey, but, you know, playing hockey year round, you're going to end up hating it. And it, it, it made it feel like a, like a job to me personally. Uh, it wasn't fun anymore. It was like every day I leave school, I go to the rink or leave school, go to the rink, go to the rink and then work out. And it just got so hectic. I didn't have a life anymore. So, um, you know, that's why I love lacrosse so much because I could, I could separate myself from being a hockey player and go straight into lacrosse. Totally different friends, totally different environment, totally different mindset. You know, it was just fun, you know, and it makes you miss hockey, you know? So for all those kids that are playing hockey right now that want to go and power skating in the summer, please don't, you know, one, it just puts wear and tear on your, your knees, the muscles, you're using the same muscles over and over and over. You're mm-hmm. eventually going to blow them, you know, uh, lacrosse is top and or front and back. Hockey side to side of your legs, you know what I mean? And, and you're just using the whole leg. And it makes you uh, a better athlete, rounded athlete. Um, and especially hand skills, man. Your dangles just go out through the roof, you know. I was able to do some crazy things with the puck and 
it was very similar to lacrosse. You know, and, um, I think you know it, it doesn't have to be lacrosse. It could be basketball. It could be anything. Baseball. It doesn't matter. But switch it up. You know, play multiple sports. Don't do the same thing, please. Um, because not only maybe you you love it that much that you can play year round, um, but it, the wear and tear on your body is it's you don't even see it coming. Okay, before we let you go, uh, we have these uh, questions that we end every interview <laughs> with. They're called five nice. rapid niche questions. <laughs> nice, nice. Okay, well, uh, number one, baked or fried bannock? Oh, baked. Yeah. Number two, ever use a bed sheet for a curtain or door? Who doesn't? <laughs> exactly. Yeah. <laughs> number three. Ever, ever see Ernest Unias live in concerts? No. <laughs> Number four, Bannock Burger or Indian Taco? Indian Taco. Fifth and last question, can you jig? Can I jig? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh, body, all day. Twice on right the day. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> all right, Jeff, thanks for uh, coming on the show, and yeah. uh, we appreciate it. And uh, we wish you and the rush all the all the best of luck in your upcoming season. Thank you so much, guys. I appreciate you having me, man. You guys have a great night. All right, thanks thank you, you too. Appreciate it. All right, cheers. Bye. Right. Right, see you. Bye. Hello, hello. Hey guys, welcome back. That was a good interview with Jeff. Uh, lacrosse is a game that I'm going to start paying more attention to. Just because of the rest of stuff, I like the fights, the the slashing and the cross checking. Yeah. So the yeah, pure athleticism of that sport is beyond anything. So good luck to Jeff and the Saskatchewan Rush. So they'll be on TSN. So I'll be watching a couple of games. Mm-hmm. Okay, this week's uh, Res Hockey Top Five. Uh, Bush <laughs> came up with this one. <laughs> I think he's uh, talking by experience. Red <laughs> hockey top five pickup lines at a bar by hockey players during a tourney. Penny, are you listening? So uh, Bush came up with this list. So oh, don't, bite, don't, don't bite my head off. These are all Bush <laughs> pickup lines back in his day. Back in his prime. <laughs> okay, number one. I saw you at the rink during my game. Yeah. The Bush is skating around during during the whistle. During warm, during warm, during warm up. And in between whistles, yeah. And looking Bush at is the crowd. Just looking in the crowd. <laughs> Back in the day, Bush used to do his pregame skate with no bucket. He used to just comb his hair, slick it back, and pregame skate, no bucket. Oh, my God. He used to just look in the stands. So when he sees a girl at the bar, he'll say, hey. I saw you at the rink during my game. Were you impressed? <laughs> I scored that goal for you. <laughs> oh, shit. Okay, number four. Hey, my teammate goes out with your friend. So do you want to be my teammate? <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, jeez. Do you want to go dance then? <laughs> I still have lots of legs for my game, so uh, you want to dance? <laughs> okay, number three. Hey, 
Did you see me snipe that goal today? Yeah. Even better if you have that puck and you, and you show that girl that puck that you oh. scored. <laughs> well, she used to carry a puck in his pocket so he can just <laughs> tell a girl the story. He's like, yeah, I fucking sniped three goals. Prove it. Here's the puck. Look Here's the puck. Oh, and he used to give it away. So, oh my god, he'll make sure he had like four or five pucks in his jacket, just giving pucks. Away. <laughs> <sighs> number one, two, three. Number four. Hey, I play for so and so. So, like each tournament, Bush will play for another team, whoever plays them the most. So, I'll go, Hey, I play for Eagle Lake Chiefs, you know. <laughs> I play Sandy for Bay. Sandy Bay Featherman. I play <laughs> for Cross Lake Islanders. That oh line always God. works. <sighs> and the number one for the top five pickup lines at a bar by hockey players by Bush during a tourney. <laughs> hey, good looking. I could put you down on my puck bunny list. Holy <laughs> oh, <he> shit. <laughs> And that one always worked. Oh. A legend. <laughs> Shit. Next tourney, next when we go to the Fred Sasaskin Moose in May, yeah. or like during North American here in Kenora, you should say one of these lines, and <laughs> and I'll fucking stand ten feet away, just recording <laughs> on my phone, and I want to see the, the girl's reaction. Oh my god. <laughs> So if anyone has any top five uh, ideas, shoot them our way because <laughs> they're good to have and they're hilarious. Yeah. Do you oh, think boy. any of those work? For comical relief, probably. <laughs> but I mean, <laughs> Jeez. That's hilarious. Bush will be near a tournament near you, so... He'll be throwing out those lines. Mm-hmm. Okay, I got a question for you. I might when have you, an answer. When you go to attorney, who packs your bag for you? Who packs your clothes? I do. Uh, so, like, when we went to Minneapolis last month, did Sue pack your bag or did you? I did. Why? I was just wondering. What do you think when a spouse packs a bag for their spouse to go to attorney? Do you think what do I what I think of it or yeah, what, what do you, what's your opinion on it? I think it's very helpful. You think so? So what if yeah. the, the wife, girlfriend decides to pack just shitty clothes for you and just then you wear them with pride? What if you want to go to the bar and she just packs your uh, gray sweats? There's no need to go to a bar though. <laughs> <laughs> I already have what I want, so oh. So would you go to the bar with gray sweats? Would I go? No. You'd go to Walmart and buy a new, fresh new pair <laughs> yeah. of George jeans. I'd go to the Gap. <laughs> oh, yeah, Gap. The Gap. <laughs> oh, geez, the Gap. Yeah, I just wanted to know. wanted to see because I know some guys that, that played tourneys that day. Their wives pack their clothes for them and they just pack like really shitty clothes. Mm-hmm. So sometimes they had to like borrow jeans off of me. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's for like 
not to be mean or say anything bad. I think it's just, do you think the wife or the spouse is, is doesn't trust the guy or there's just their self-esteem themselves is kind of low for them to do that. I, I think it's more on the hockey players past behavior. Sometimes their shadow predicts their future. Um, I don't know. I'll, I don't know what I'm, sometimes their past has predicts. It's just, future. <laughs> no, no. Come on, Yoda. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I get, I get you. It's the damn guy's fault. That's why. And yeah. I know. You ruined it for yourself with the gray sweats, so now you have to wear them all weekend. Yeah. Eh, I just thought I'd ask. Let's uh, talk about your boy now, Chris Russell. Chris Russell. What a bottom. He just leaves the NHL ever for blocking shots. 2,000 blocked shots. Yeah. Is that freaking crazy? That's crazy when considering no one really knows how to prop, uh, properly block a shot anymore. Like the only way I blocked a shot was just I was just happened to be in the way of that shot. It wasn't intentional, but I don't block shots. Do you remember when you blocked Kyle Shagnon's shot by accident? No, I was standing on this. <laughs> I, I know it was by shot. accident. And you... <laughs> I was standing beside the nets. I knew he, that <laughs> puck was going to get deflected or something. I got her in the shoulder, like near my neck. Oh, oh, that would have hurt. Well, it still hurt when I got it, it in the shoulder. Hurt. It was just coming, like not even yeah. fly. It was just <laughs> a flying biscuit. <laughs> but uh, shot blocking, it's not an art no more. No, you like, used to the, be an art. Yeah, gone in the days of the Craig Ludwig. Craig Ludwig, yeah. When you lie completely flat, time until the puck hits your pants, you don't feel any pain. Like every, now are, they have like... Blockers. They have the uh, protections on your gloves, on your skates. Yeah, they're more padded today, but less guys block shots. Like Chris Pronger's, do you see his? Do you remember his skates back back when yeah. he played? He had those uh, uh, little flaps. Those are those are good. That would have protected yours. No, 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 no. It wouldn't have protected your no. feet. Those plastic uh, skate covers would have protected my my foot yeah. from Minneapolis. My foot still hurts. Like I've Did been you ever skating. Go to the hospital? No, I didn't. Ah, oh. uh, it's been what over a month. <laughs> no, you and probably got a couple of hairline fractures. And it still hurts putting my boot on. It's like wow. <laughs> well, the swelling went down finally, but that's why I don't like blocking shots. That's <laughs> what you have a goalie for. Yeah. You block shots back in the day. Oh yeah. High school, AAA, and gym, and junior, but. Yeah, you're right. No, right. At our, at my age, our age, no, it's it's move out of the way. Yeah, you'll feel it for the next week or two. Yeah, or in your case, the next month. Yeah, we don't get paid. <laughs> block shots. What about uh, Claude Claude Lemieux, Brandon Lemieux, <laughs> father <laughs> son, still b- idiots well, with well, a cannibal. Yeah, he bit uh, oh, Chuck last fuck. night. If it, I would have been more upset. I would have been so upset if it was uh, uh, um, the other Kachuk that played for Calgary, but because it's a different player. Well, I mean, just all kidding aside, that uh, that is absolutely no place in any human interaction anywhere. To the po- yeah, to the point where he punctured his skin and he was. Bleeding. Yeah. Is that, how many it's, games? 
Five? They're they're looking at five games. The last I saw on the on the NHL website. Like what department. comes to your mind when just to bite someone? <laughs> I don't know. I don't think I'd ever cross my mind all the scrums I've been into to bite anyone. To bite a yeah. Even have have you ever come close to headbutting or have you headbutted somebody? No. No, like even oh. like that, you, there's just something you just don't do. Well, you know what I mean. Even though I want to take the guy's head off, I still have respect for the guy. Like, yeah, that's I don't know. That's that's, that's crazy. Not, like, you don't know what what any human being's thinking when they just go and bite somebody. Do you got to get a a shot? I I would I would hope so. <laughs> yeah, that's a rabies shot. <laughs> oh, yeah, I like to see how many how many games mm-hmm. they played with those ye- those uh, silver helmets again. Do those like helmets, those, yeah. You like those helmets off the Kings? Not a big fan. No, not I'm not going to rush out and buy one. I might buy one as a as a gag a gift for you, maybe. But uh. <laughs> <laughs> I'd wear it. That and I'd wear that and put a tinted visor on. Oh, the old tinted visor. They're all the old Ovi. Oh yeah. Speaking of Ovi, do you think he'll uh, break Gretzky's record, or do you want him to break Gretzky's record? I, uh, I'm kind of iffy. I'm fifty-fifty. Uh, like, no. I think he will. Like he's he's playing like a madman right now. Like he's he's playing like he's eighteen, all healthy and like in the corner, everything, and he's scoring goals. He's getting points, but at at the you know, it's just like when when somebody watched Gretzky break Gordy Howe's record. Like, you yeah. want him to do it, but at the same time, it's like, ah, oh, you know, that's that's a record that shouldn't be touched. It's probably just but, the old forts like us that don't want, yeah, to break yeah. The record, right? And it's the newer generation that wants to break the mm-hmm. record. But I don't know. I'm kind of fifty fifty right now on Ov breaking yeah. the record. He'll need 40 goals for the next like four or five years. Do you think he can do no, that? No, uh, he's 146 goals away right now. That's 40. How many? Even 140? He, yeah. That's still three full seasons of 40 goals. That's possible. His, uh, right now, the way he's doing it, the way his, the way his uh, power play is set up. And he's on the number one power play. There's no way in Backstrom. Oshi will feed him the puck all well, the time. He, he got a goal today. I mean, after him playing 15 plus years in the league, why do you guys still leave him open on that point on that <laughs> left hand side? Well, yeah, yeah, you stupid. Like, don't you? Mm-hmm. I would stick one guy just with him, just sitting there. Yeah, just sit there and watch him. Don't wherever he goes, you go. Mm-hmm. Don't leave him. I just don't understand why coaches. Still let Ovi be open for that one time. <laughs> that one T off, off yeah. the left wing. Yeah, the great eight. Wow. That's one guy I still haven't seen live. Hmm. Maybe I'll I know Winnipeg in January, I think. Are they really? Yeah. I don't hmm. think we'll see him before his career is done. Even Maybe. at this stage of the game, he'd be a really yes. watch, he'd right? Be good. Oh yeah. So uh, today, his Ovi's uh, Caps played the Carolina Hurricanes, and that was a good game. 
Still no bear in the lineup. Still no bear. It's. I wonder if we got it like really bad. Well, that's the protocol, though. Like the it's fourteen days, no matter what, and it's two weeks. Yeah. No matter what, that's weird. Yeah. January eighteenth. I have to book that day off. January eighteenth. What day is that? Yeah. Tuesday. Ooh, January eighteenth. Tuesday. Okay. I'll write that down. Good to see though, uh, Winnipeg boy Seth Jarvis still with the team. Yeah. Uh, the Cree boy still has played twelve games, four goals, three assists for seven points. That's not bad for a 18, 19 year old kid. But he's, he's pretty good. He's pretty good for a guy who looks like he's a buck fifty out there. <laughs> so small, and he was just getting thrown in the boards and. <laughs> I think one time he had the puck and he just tossed it away because he saw Wilson coming at him. <laughs> well, I don't blame the guy. I would just stick him. Just put my stick high. <laughs> Teach him a lesson. Don't come skating at me no more. <laughs> I'm sure. Yeah, that's what. But uh, still no keeper in Vancouver. Hamannick got sent down to uh, Vancouver's farm club in the AHL. Oh, probably did probably did him a favor with the with the way Vancouver's playing right now. Yeah, <laughs> he's still making NHL money, so yeah. he's on a one way contract. Oh, she's playing good. Uh, Montour in Florida's playing good. Who else is there? White Claude was on the ice a couple times against Edmonton's goals, but hey, we're not going to mention that. He's so like he's he plays the game so simple. Yeah. All he does is when he gets the puck, gets the puck, he'll outlet it and just make, or off the glass. This keeps it really simple and yeah. He doesn't. Sometimes that's all a coach wants. Yeah, is he just doesn't get it, do much and gets that one pass out. It's the the play started and you did your job. I wonder if with his size that they'll ask him to fight. You know, like what? I can see it. Yeah, because usually they ask the big bigger boys to fight and. But he's <laughs> What's this playing with his beard again? Yeah. What were we talking about now? <laughs> your, your beard. <laughs> Whatever. I totally yeah. lost subject now. Okay. Okay. What do you think of CBC playing boy bands? They played MT- they played some music from BTS. BTS is a Korean boys band. And I don't know, I kind of boy band music on a hockey, like a hockey show. Like, I don't, I'm against it. I'm against it. Play some. I'm, I'm, I'm not being old school traditional. I just don't like the music yeah. for a hockey game. Like I go to a hockey game. We met many, many discussions. I want to hear rock and roll guitar riffs to get you fired Head, up. Yeah. Headbanging music. Yeah. No, oh, man. not boys bands. Like, come no. on, no in sync or Backstreet Boys. No, yeah, CB- CBC has to pick better music. Yeah. And give your heads a shake, CBC. We don't want to listen to boy bands unless they're just um, they're probably just trying to get more people to watch their show, right? The younger mm-hmm. crowd, but yeah, I don't like that when they were playing. West Coast games. Toronto's playing West Coast, the California teams this week. Their last game's in LA tonight. Do you like those West Coast games? Well, 
I love them and I hate them. I mean, you're an Edmonton fan, so they're an hour ahead. Hour, yeah. Ahead of us. So is that behind or ahead? I don't know. I was a bit confused as I with that. They're behind us. But when they so go the to games, like their games will start at 8 30, 9 o'clock our time. Yeah, like Vancouver specific yeah. time, the California <clears throat> Pacific time. So that's a two hour difference. Yeah. It sucks like, in the playoffs when you watch them because we're up and when the year Edmonton played, uh, they played San Jose and then they played Anaheim back to back. I was like, holy crap, I gotta step to one thirty and watch these games. Yeah, it's like like come on. But it must <laughs> suck for Pacific Coast uh fans who to like, watch see watch our, your team. Yes, so they play seven o'clock Ontario time, so that's four o'clock Pacific time, and yeah. most people are still at work at four o'clock. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, and either way, it's it's shitty for a Pacific, Pacific Coast fan or someone in our area. Hang on a second. What? Oh, I just had a good one. No, I didn't. <laughs> no, we <I> didn't. <laughs> Sorry. Well, what were we talking about? West Coast uh, teams? I think so. <laughs> I don't know. Oh, one thing I want to ask you. What, okay, is the, what, is, what is considered the worst seat in the arena when you go to a hockey game? Right behind the goalie. Because you got to look be, be, through the goalie and the goal judge. Oh, yeah, that's right. I never thought of that. I was going to say right behind the bench. No. Because no? you can't see anything. Because a, a goal judge is right sitting right right there. And you got to. Yeah, that's right. I was looking that's at my, tickets that's... for the Jets in Leafs game on Sunday. And there's tickets in the Bud, Budweiser lounge, which is right behind okay. the net. And yep. it's, it's in the first row. Oh. So that's right. If you sit there, there's a good chance you. You'll just be watching behind the net. Yeah. And you got uh, the goalie for the Jets. What's his name? Um, what's Connor. Connor. Hallibuck. Hallibuck. He's, He's like not six, a small individual. Like six three, six four. So you, yeah. there's no way you'd be looking down the ice. You'll be watching the game off the Jumbotron the whole time. Or you got, uh, or, there'll, or there'll be that shift when that tall, def- that Logan. Logan Stanley. <laughs> You'll be able to see it over him. Talking about Logan six, Stanley, six, last night with that Calgary Jets game, Lucic yep. hit uh, Ponick behind the net. Oh, okay. Cut him open. Ponick? Ponick. And Logan Stanley was on the ice, and he didn't even do nothing. He didn't step up? He didn't oh. step up. He just he said words to him, but there was like no punches thrown, no pushes. It was. Do you think he was scared? Well, yeah. Like... Even though they had a five-minute power play, at least stand up for your teammate who just got yeah. crushed, crunched into the boards. And Pionk's only, what, 5'9", and Lucic is a 6'3", 230 forward. I'd say he's 250. He's just fucking he's, thick. He's a big boy, yeah. <laughs> yeah Logan Stanley's 6'7", and he yeah. didn't even do nothing. Useless side. Like, come on, man. Yeah, something. Send a message, right? Send a message, yeah. For the next game, okay, you or, probably you you probably won't beat him up, but you'll you'll think twice. Of uh, you know what, if I do this, I'm gonna get have, I'm gonna have to fight. I would take a shit kick you know in the stand I mean? up for my teammate if he was gonna yeah. run from my, run at my teammate like that. 
or That's I would horrible. go uh, take a run at Goudreau. Mm-hmm. Six seven guy running at a five seven four like that. Yep. Stick him. <laughs> but this league is getting so soft. Too I know. soft for my liking. It's that instigator, right? Yeah. They got they got to do away with that. Grapes is right. You got to do away with that. Ever wonder? Ever since they fired Don Cherry, the whole world went to shit. Yep. It's that. Bring them back. back. Yep. So, hashtag bring back grapes. Grapes. He went. How old? Are he? He's in his eighties. Eh? He must He's be in his eighties. Yep. Late eighties. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We should just go uh, uncensored and just let him swear and. Yeah. Like an online TV show where he can just say whatever he wants without mm. getting in trouble. Like a Howard Stern. Yeah. Oh, yeah. How would, how awesome would he be Like if he was like a Howard the Stern type? And the just, ratings like, would go through the roof. He'll say whatever's on his mind. Yeah. There would be no there would be no correct pronunciation of, uh, of any European player at all. <laughs> I would pay to listen to that. That'd be yeah. A good one. Oh, it's, I would definitely would pay to subscribe that. When do you, uh, okay, today is uh, September, October, <laughs> <It's> November, <laughs> November 28th. Yeah, next Sunday, I will be at the Leafs game. Toronto Maple Leafs will be in Winnipeg to take on the Jets. Are you going to that? No, I'm not. I'm staying home December 5th. No, I'm gonna stay home. I have no it's reason Sunday. to watch the Leafs. Yeah, have you ever watched the Leafs live? No. Never? No, I've never watched the Leafs live. No. Ouch. I can probably say that. <laughs> hmm. I think I've seen every Canadian team play. Yeah, I have. No, except I've Ottawa. Them. I've never seen Ottawa. Okay. I don't think I want to watch Ottawa play. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, sorry, Penny. Yeah, Penny. not this year. That you put Matt Murray on waivers. Yeah. The guy no, won no. two Stanley Cups. Yeah. But was he con? No, he wasn't consummate. He got ripped off. He got ripped that off. Year. Two, yeah. It's pretty bad when a two time Stanley Cup champions put on waivers. Yeah. But he played on a shitty Ottawa team, though. What can you do, right? You can only yep. stop so many pucks. <laughs> all right, guys. Uh, that's it. That's all. That's it. That's all. For uh, joining us on episode 23. We'll be back next week for... Yes, we will. Four, so uh, come join us next week. What, okay. <laughs> what the hell were you going to say? So, so when are you going to do it then? You're going to be in Winnipeg next Sunday. I don't know. Well, we'll have to talk about your work schedule. So <laughs> I'm off next weekend. We Saturday do it Saturday. Yeah. Oh, I got to yeah. go to Dryden. Nick has hockey in Dryden Saturday. Oh, you should pick up some pizza then. What kind of pizza? From from Western Winds, they're really good. And that's that's kind of out of my way. No, it's right <laughs> beside the arena, you fool. <laughs> I'll bring you back it's to right 7-Eleven. Oh shit! Yeah, I could. I guess I could do that. Yeah, it's good I'll just, pizza. I'll, eat I'll even buy of, you one. I'll even uh, eat it. No, I'll, I'll, I'll eat buy you one. Okay, deal. Okay. You heard it on the radio, folks. I'll put black olives on yours. Don't you fucking dare. Black, extra black olives, please. No, absolutely not. Okay. 
I will slash your foot. <laughs> oh, I you were slash your tires. No, I'll do something worse than that. No. I'm gonna fire pucks at your at your skate next time we're on the ice together. I'm gonna tell I don't him care if it's in warm up and we're on the one olive black olive on the pizza, <laughs> mix it in with the cheese so you can't find it. Oh, I'd find it. Yeah, we'll talk later. Next. Yeah, we'll talk later about it. <laughs> All right, guys, take care. All right, peeps. And uh, we'll see you next week. Peace out. Peace.